0: again
1: oh my last bowl just hit me a little bit i guess my pre-gaming worked
0: what uh what are you smoking this evening mr graham all right you know take your time i'll just make my own drink hi folks welcome to another episode of drunk thoughts high opinions cocaine comments mushroom moments musings mushroom musings and Whatever other drug that tickles your fancy this evening, just make sure you do it smart. Uh, I'm your drunk, not as drunk as I should be. Host right now, Corey Rokes. Oh, that's. I everywhere. mean that that's stumble
1: awesome. says otherwise, uh, but I well, am your high opinions, Graham, I and agree I am. am quite high. And you asked me, my good sir, what I am smoking tonight? And I am until smoking,
0: you rudely took a hit from your bong. I'm
1: smoking. <coughs> excuse me. Pink Kush, more Pink Kush. were not you smoking that last week too? I I bought a big batch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stocked up, did you? <laughs> I stocked up. Look, respect, respect. The thing is, think about it this way. What's the thing, Graham? When you when you're an alcoholic, and you, I... or say, say a wino. Let's let's be specific here. When when you're a wino. Uh, you go out and you get a case of wine. Typically, a case of wine would be tw- uh, 12 bottles. 12 bottles.
0: That is accurate.
1: And uh, 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 typically, a case of wine would be probably 150 to $200 because usually they mark down the price or they, 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 they put off the price if you buy a full case at once. It's usually that, like, that's the deal that most wineries do speaking as the son of a former winemaker and so that that's the way they get you they're like oh you can just stock up and you can get more the thing is with weed weed is just expensive it's not like they they make it like substantially cheaper the more you get it's like oh we'll take off like Three percent. If you get a yeah, uh, yeah. double, you, you the don't get a bundle deal.
0: You you, you you can't you go can't to Costco get, and buy you can like get
1: bundle deals. But it's like it's not as big as like oh we're gonna take like forty percent off a case of wine or shit like that. You know, um, so like you, you when I stock up on weed, when I when I get even just fourteen grams of weed, <clears throat> that'll last me. Way longer than I could barely 12... handle
0: one gram in my life. Thank I know you very right? much,
1: but fourteen grams of weed lasts me weed. way longer than twelve bottles of wine would last. <laughs> a why Because let's a be weedo. honest, like you're if you're if you're an alcoholic, you're probably gonna be drinking at least a bottle to a bottle and a half of wine a night, and that that means you're gonna go through that that supply and like. What? My math is nine terrible. Days. Seven days, eight days, nine, eight, seven, nine, nine days, something to like people. that. You're gonna go through that very quickly. Smarter whereas people than I, I could buy, figure that question out. Whereas I bought this, and I, what did I say? The box of the the case of wine was. Oops, Maybe 150
0: to $200. Yeah, I don't know where I you get that this, math from, but uh, that's, that's, that's the good what, wine, that's I guess. What that's, that's what we
1: used yeah, to sell. Yeah, you
0: sold what the good I'm shit. Like. Go to Costco and you're spending maybe like 75 bucks on that case.
1: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so uh, with this weed, I but buy... Fair enough. With this with this fine, fine ganj, I'll spend fine like chiba. 100 For this 14 grams. This is good weed. This is, like, some people will be like, oh my god, you spent that much for 14 grams? This is the good stuff. I don't smoke that cheap shit. So, basically, if I just get this 14 grams, this will last me, like, a month. If I'm not going fucking crazy. And I don't smoke so, as much as I used to, you know. one I, week I, I used to smoke like I used to smoke like 15, 20 bowls a day. That was that what was normal. I'm, those I'm were dark days. More, those were dark days. I'm smoking like, you know, four bowls a day. I'm smoking one grinders worth, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Like is this a cry for help? Four? <laughs> Only four? Jesus. Graham...
1: Uh, not on what's wrong uh, on days that we're recording i have school sir i have to do stuff i, I was with you in town. school and
0: you'd smoke four bowls before you even got to school in the morning like
1: yeah but i also have to drive around now
0: oh that's your excuse yes. mm. well okay that's fair
1: Remember. i was gonna
0: say like i'd meet you up outside like timmy ho's or jj's for fucking coffee yep. and a muffin and you're just like i've already smoked four bowls today bro yep, yep. Mm.
1: I remember the days of cannabis culture. Oh, I oh. loved it. I loved being around there. Uh, that was a fun
0: place. I definitely enjoyed hanging out there. The, I'll go back. the
1: dabs I would do there were legend. Uh, Wait for it. We've talked
0: about the dabs. Dairy. They were absolutely legendary. <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed the dabs. We will not bring the dabs up again. I'll make you. We do not speak again. of the dabs. <laughs> I will make you do them again. We because don't speak of the dabs. Words. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Mm. Speaking of Vancouver, I watched recently, again, the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which opens, I believe, on the campus of Vancouver Film School. Did you know that?
1: I haven't seen the movie, but I did hear, because Vancouver Film School made a big deal about it.
0: Yeah, Um, there's a scene where Sonic is on a roof, and it's supposed to be Seattle, but he's on a roof doing like these like Batman poses and stretches before he runs down and chases after villains, which is totally Vancouver. I could read signs like Granville street. And I was like, ah! but yeah, he starts on a roof before he jumps down. And I'm like 90% sure it's the top of the, what is now the sound campus where we filmed glow girl versus Confusio.
1: Oh, is it?
0: I think don't, don't quote me and don't at me. And if I'm wrong, fuck you. I don't care, but nobody's I'm going to choose you to believe. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. I'm choosing to believe it was the VFS uh, campus. So that was exciting to to see that. And man, that movie is fun. Like that is a fun video game adaptation movie. You say you you haven't seen it yet?
1: I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. I always, I wanted to watch it with Reed, but Reed really did not give a shit about the first Sonic movie. He'd never even seen it. So I kept trying to get him to watch that so we could watch the second one. And he just never wanted to. And so Ah. I never kind of had the motivation to watch it. Reed so, Robertson, if you're
0: listening, you need to go fucking watch that movie, and you yeah, need to be Robertson high as balls for it. The,
1: watch the fucking Sonic movies. Watch yeah, the Sonic
0: movies with Graham, asshole. high as balls. Trust me, speaking from experience, it is the truest way to watch the first film. We I'm were the, tr- the
1: high screen, as shit. I'm going to screen grab this and send it to him, because he's probably not going to listen to it, but I'll just send this to him. <laughs> just send him the
0: time code. Just like When we put it on YouTube, send him the time code and be like, watch the next, like three minutes of watch material this. <laughs> watch this part just send him that and you know go with it but yeah because that first to movie it.
1: or he will listen to it because he's offered to uh, to do the cut up some stuff and
0: uh, ah see YouTube that's that's how we'll force, we will ah. force a listener to listen by making him do our dirty <laughs> work
1: i i actually i uh, like we we talked about it uh, i i this is i have to pause to talk to joke about this uh we were we were uh talking about it and like oh uh would would you be into this and he was like yeah actually that sounds like re- really fun he seemed to know exactly what i was going for and he's like i think that would be really cool i have time i can do stuff like that and he's like just uh just you know uh g drive it to me or whatever and i was like i was like yeah and you know you the like you can also like look at the videos on youtube and he's like oh you're right i could just download them from youtube he's like make it so much easier Uh, and but because it was like listen to them he i i felt like i told him i was like i feel like you will know what
0: the key points
1: what what will work you know because he watches a lot more tiktok than i do a lot like he sends me tiktok stuff um and uh and he's older than me he's like like 28 so don't fucking get at me about my generation he's closer in age to you yeah. so um uh poor
0: poor representation of yes. the gen of the millennials so uh, there's a reason so I don't he, download he TikTok is so you can't send me that he shit he
1: understands uh uh like TikTok and stuff and that's why I suggested and I think he was yeah. like totally on board because. I feel like if we if we just got our best clips up there, they would get we'd attention. Still have no listeners, but you know we'd have that... no listeners, but we'd we'd get attention on those. We could at least give it a try. I feel like that in the end would probably be where we'd get our like probably YouTube shorts. In my opinion, is like the where it would. Did
0: you ever get to the VidVoc episode of Letterkenny?
1: No, I don't think so. What season was it? It's I think the latest. I... Oh, wait, okay. I I kind of uh, fell Peter off Dope. in
0: like season five. So, in the latest season, which is like 11, so yeah, he didn't get there, um, there's a, a whole episode where they're making fun of TikTok, where they're, they're uh, it's called VidVoc. Yeah, they mm-hmm. stretched hard on that one. And the, you might want to just so seek this episode out, because isolated, it's hysterical. So the skids Oh, I'll probably are, just binge the whole series. I I need to go through it. I
1: love... It's fucking great. I love Shorty, and I know that, like, they led up to Shorty...
0: It's one beginning. episode that's not his best. It's more, it's, it is interesting because it does feature Shorzy and Wayne interacting, which is interesting considering they're both played by the same actor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, and they do it very tastefully and it's a nice like send off. But the episode itself is not all that spectacular. Uh, but the VidVoc one, so it's the Skids are trying to become VidVoc famous. By trying out different things and so they're like how do we do this and the hockey players uh R- uh, Sh- uh riley and jonesy are like stars on vidvok and they're wondering what's the like what are they doing and they're showing off and what all this <laughs> and this is what the equivalent of what you and i are going to do they're like it's all about the butts, boys. And what they're doing is they have gym shorts on, and they're hiking them up over their butt cheeks so it looks like they're wearing a thong, and then they're just flexing their ass cheeks <laughs> on camera in time with this, like, heavy, bassy music. So it's like, bow, 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 oh, and they're so just flexing was, their cheeks like, in it's sync. Like
1: Terry, it's like Terry bouncing his tits in... Um, in but Burn they're just like fle- you and know, in, yeah. it,
0: and it just shows them doing that, like, all around town, like, on the highway, and like, the camera just dollies from left to right across the screen and they're just like standing in the power pose flexing their butt cheeks in the time with the music bow, bow. so it's just fucking hysterical like that's what's like gaining attention and so the skids try a bunch of things including possibly one of my favorite scenes in Letterkenny, where what they do is they decide to do shne- uh, they uh, snort coke but they do it like on a playground using the equipment so like they split it on the slide and uh, Stuart rides down the slide and it's just like down the
1: slide sorry i realized i should have my window open for no it's
0: all good letting smoke out but check it's yeah that's what i see by like that's how we can get tiktok famous is basically emulating what they're doing just the stupidity yeah they get yeah. blocked because of that. Why do we get blocked? It's like you're snorting cocaine at a kids park. <laughs> like, how do you not see something wrong with this? <laughs>
1: so, oh my god! Right. I I, I, t- I told a guy today in my photography class. Um, I was like, yeah, me me and my uh, uh, friend from, or me, me and my co-producer from VFS uh, always uh, we, we we like to get together and do this podcast. We just get drunk and high and 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 talk about shit. And he was like so every podcast ever
0: <laughs> yes we just lean into the skin. we just lean into
1: it we, <laughs> we literally t- took it to 11 yeah well we haven't taken it to 11 yet we
0: no i need a a night where i have nothing to do in the morning for that to happen yeah
1: no i mean i meant like in terms of like commitment <laughs> to the fucking oh yeah we're at like a five right now in terms of it's commitment. a soft five <laughs> it's a soft five in terms of commitment to this but oh. i felt i feel like i feel like uh i was actually joking with reed and he t- completely agreed with me if people if idiots like alex jones and pewdiepie and fucking uh 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 uh, uh Joe, whatever his fucking name is, if they can get like fucking millions of people to listen to their to their uh, dumb ideas, why why won't a few thousand listen to mine?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> did you see um Alvaro got like a YouTube plaque? Oh yeah, I did see that.
1: He got a million subscribers for, but like he he like. Is working with like a really really good animator
0: yeah i just thought that was cool yeah all right i'm gonna mark the clip you want to go jump back into sonic
1: yes sorry i forgot where we were
0: left off so you just do that (laughs) so three yeah uh that blew my mind to see vfs on screen and i was like this and then that movie is fucking fantastic you need to go watch that this the second one man like you and i really enjoyed the first one we and were the, also go,
1: incredibly high.
0: We were, but I've gone back and watched it since, I, and it still too. holds up sober. I, I <laughs> like, it, yeah. Well, sober-ish. I mean, you know, I was drinking, but I was nowhere near as blitz as I was for the first half hour of that movie in theaters with
1: you. You know, it's uh, the first Sonic movie is the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes uh, uh, video game adaptation of all time.
0: That's a pretty low bar when you consider the track record of video game adaptations. That is right that
1: now. is a very low bar, but. I think that says something for the quality of that film. It was it was good enough to be the best of a terrible genre, of a terrible of a terrible history of film.
0: Yeah. So I that, do believe we've talked about that a little bit in the past where I like so my theory is we are one good film away from like breaking open the video game industry of film adaptations. For instance, in the early thousands, we had uh, the X-Men movies and the Spider-Man movies, and they were good. I'm talking about, like, Sam, uh, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, for the record. Yeah, And they were good movies, but they weren't great. And then you had a movie called Iron Man come out, and it just blew open comic book movies, along with, uh, like, the Batman Begins with uh, Christian Bale. Those kind of, like, were proto—you know, those were the ramp up. Those were the getting up there. The Dark Knight, still considered one of the best movies of all time. But you had Iron Man come out and just figured out the formula for a great comic book movie. And, uh, you know, almost every origin story of Marvel has basically followed that same formula. Hmm. I think we're doing the same thing right now for video game movies. Where we're in that X-Men, Spider-Man phase where we're getting good movies. And it's just going to take one to make it great. So, Sonic was a good movie and... Uh, Sonic Two was fucking hysterical. I loved it. I think you should check it out. You're gonna laugh your ass. Oh, at.
1: I, I I plan on watching it. I plan on having a good time.
0: But the one that's got me uh, <laughs> is the Super Mario Brothers movie, which we just got a trailer for uh, from yes. DreamWorks Illumination, the same folks who brought us Despicable Me. What uh What are your opinions on this one, there, G-Man? So. When it comes to video games, it's a
1: very, very different medium from books and film. Books are easier to adapt to film. There's a structure to it. There's an easy like plot that it, it's easy to find ways to condense it. You know, uh, they follow the same. Film and books usually can have the same especially shorter books like 100 to 200 page books are better for film when it comes to video games it is a individual experience it is a thing it is something that you go to for an experience to play on your own to make choices To play it out and figure it out. To get to the next level and get to the end. And so. Everybody plays a game a different way. And that's kind of what the beauty of video games are. And that's why movies have never been able to really capture video games. Especially video game franchises. That are... Based around choice, and making choices, and Agency. playing a character, and being a character in the game. Because as soon as you try and transfer that to the screen, to to a viewing experience, you lose the point of that video game, which was that the audience was supposed to be that character, was supposed to act as that character.
0: Yeah, there's a certain connection to that character when you're controlling that character your yeah. movements you dictate you have the agency of whether or not even like a mario game you live you left exactly or right. it's exactly. your agency and so you feel personally connected to that character when it's on film you're not as connected because that person is going to make decisions regardless of what you did you know damn well please
1: yeah so my Thought is that.
0: <laughs> Stay in your. Sorry, my mouth.
1: opinion is that this film, this new Mario movie, is just going to be another CGI hashed around film with popular actors.
0: Holy uh, shit, is that
1: cast? Yeah, stacked cast uh, voicing characters that not all of them should be voicing. I won't name names yet.
0: but We'll get there. But Spoilers. we'll
1: definitely get there. But...
0: Uh, now you're just a tease.
1: This... For this franchise, I don't think that this is a proper format for it. I think that video games are the format for this franchise. They may prove me wrong, but I... I don't know if you could ever make the the playing a Mario game experience the same for the screen. Because the Mario experience is, is
0: kind Mario of like is Dark Souls. Moving
1: you're, right. you're trying to get to a, to the next checkpoint. You're trying to get to the next checkpoint, and you keep fucking up, and you keep learning the pattern, and keep learning what you need to do, and then you get to the next checkpoint, and then you go again. Get to the next checkpoint. And... Mario
0: Dark Souls game. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Everything is a Souls-like. Everything is a Souls-like. Um... I'm gonna
0: uh, You keep talking. I'm gonna just drink to not think about oh, that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what is gonna happen with this film, but I'm not... I don't think it's gonna be good. I... Was okay with the with the Sonic movie. I I loved it as just dumb fun, but as an actual movie, it wasn't like you know a great movie, but it was very fun. It was very
0: it, it was, was a very simple fun, movie. fun. Like it wasn't a. It wasn't an adept movie. It wasn't like a Chris yeah. Nolan fucking tenant movie. It was yeah. strange creature in a new land, comes to care about that land, saves that land from dark you know, from stupid evil. Yeah. Done. But Reddits.
1: I heard I heard uh, 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 an interesting comment that that like Sonic, the universe of Sonic doesn't have a lot of lore to it. If you go searching on the internet, there isn't actually a lot of it, like what's going on. Except for just who the characters are.
0: I'm sorry, Chaos
1: Emeralds say anything to you? Like, no, all, like, not, like, connected and stuff. There's nothing, they're just kind of, like, random shit. Like, when you try and connect what, like, there, nobody has done it. I I was hearing about it earlier, and, 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 like, the world just doesn't, like, fit together. Not like, you know, Zelda, for, for instance. And so, when making this movie, it kind of worked where they were just like, let's take this character and work with that. Because that's what every game was. It was like, we have these characters, we're going to just make a scenario for them now. So,
0: because there was no through-line story, so to speak, in the games, according to your source, it allowed them to make up their own. That sort of worked. They were given the puzzle pieces and they were like, we could put this together in any order we want. Because there is no right way to do it, so to speak. I am trying to follow you. Yes. I'm trying to make sure I understand your yes, your opinion here. Yes, so to your, speak. So,
1: yes, that's that's what I am saying. So that's why I am saying it is possible. It is possible that this Mario film could do well. Could do well, just like the Sonic movie did well. But I am not sure if it will be a good movie, like an actually good Mario experience. Like the Sonic movie was du- was dumb fun. But
0: was it a good Sonic experience where you control so. the character? No, not even that. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, like, these games, yeah, they do give you the agency to move left and right. But there's not a whole lot of, like, serious yeah. connection. Because you're essentially just moving. You're holding right, and you're jumping. Mario and mm-hmm. Sonic. It's the same yeah. fucking controls for both. Yeah, Sonic just does it faster. Uh, so, you know... I, I you know I think there is a good experience there because you got a lot of the good Sonic tropes in the first movie, and a lot of the good ones in the second one too. They brought a they brought a few more tropes in. They brought more characters. They did the you know they did a thing that I don't want to spoil for you, but it's fucking amazing at the end. Hmm. Um, and like you had you know they brought in the goofy characters. Jim Carrey as the Robotnik was fun. Like holding true to this the you know eccentricities of of, of egghead yeah uh, and so yeah i'd say it's a solid sonic experience i mean they kind of gave sonic everything that sonic was he Fair. was probably not as edgy as sonic originally intended but sega also like intended that dude to be like an m-rated character yeah.
1: like, I'm, originally
0: I'm, with a big busty chested girlfriend
1: i'm actually but glad like to 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 believe I think, you i, I think I, they I, had a lot he went I fast he had hit. the
0: rings but sounds, it, it's like actually kind of like a, a world
1: one. It was like a like a individual yeah. levels of world one. Usually, like worlds in those earlier games only had like five levels. And think about that movie; it had like five instances of him basically. having And wait to solve till you see something. the second one.
0: The second one like has like three <clears throat> authentic to the game levels. Yeah. Okay. And it's. F- it's fun. So so. But going back to, to the Mario, Mario movie. it's
1: up to Mario the that movie to not just be relying on its cast to make money, but to actually be a good Mario experience of of portraying like the quests in each world and what to do, mm-hmm. and maybe from the trailer they've done something interesting. But I, what I think Sonic did well was was it was small it was contained it was like a world one whereas what they were advertising in this mario movie was like a worlds one through fucking we've seen (laughs) we've seen we saw what
0: like looks like world one one where he's dropped in and it's like a whole new thing and he's totally confused which i personally don't dig that like let's just start at the beginning of the trailer where he you know well not the beginning but like in the middle mario is just dropped in he's like oh this is new, which is what they did in the OG Mario movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. And I didn't like that naivety that Mario was, like, new to this world. Now, granted, it gives you a vessel for the audience to kind of, like, you know, for the exposition dumps. But, like, it's still 101. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't, you know, that's never been, like, what's happened to the games. He's always been a part of the world, and then he has to go save the princess. And he's known the princess beforehand. Uh, But we've seen that world. And then we saw this ice world that Bowser takes over played in my opinion for at least so going back to the voice acting i i i think jack black's gonna fucking nail that role like oh yeah I he's gonna that, just chew the scenery some and be of them amazing. are gonna be great i think
1: charlie day is gonna be
0: fantastic is he luigi yes <sighs> i was wondering yeah. who that was chris and that... pratt
1: like I heard his, mm. I knew that he had been cast, but I'd kind of forgot, forgotten. And then I heard his just exasperated uh, like screams as he was like, or, or gasps as he uh, mm. as he was like scrambling through the oh. woods. And I and I immediately was like, Charlie Day, Charlie Day. I know those exasperated gasps. Oh, Charlie
0: Day! Thanks to Chris Pratt. No. And uh, talk about. I mean, we want to talk about somebody who hid themselves well into the role. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. I didn't even oh, think of that. Fuck. I didn't even. That was think weird. Of it. He's like, yeah, at one point, he's like, "No, no, no! Don't eat that! It'll kill you!" actually, no, just kidding. That one's gonna be I good to go. And I'm was like, very "Oh my funny. god!"
1: I didn't realize it was Keegan. I liked Toad. Yeah. A, I always like Toad. Toad is just my favorite character in the Mario universe, so I automatically uh, yeah. like the Toad in any. Uh, I think him?
0: I think he'll be working, and we'll touch on Chris Pratt last. But one thing, one character we did not see in the trailer, but that um. I don't know what the word would be. Cautious about is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up right there. What well, you just did. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, um, it's a casting. It's. A I casting. love Seth Rogen. Don't be wrong. But like, it, who? Wait, hold
1: on, hold on. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something outrageous right now outrageous you say i am i am an outrageous creation so Mm, nice plug what if seth rogan does something
0: different i i no that's not gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure hell would freeze over and the universe would implode (laughs) just, just saying like he if he's probably,
1: not he probably, he, probably, he probably wait actually maybe that's why cause that's what Donkey Kong is supposed to
0: sound like they were Donkey like Donkey Kong is supposed to smoke weed what
1: oh my god what if what if uh when when um the filmmakers in Japan behind this were like choosing American uh, actors for it they were like oh my god uh, 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 cri- er, um, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen has the amazing ho, ho 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 laugh. We should use that as Donkey Kong.
0: <laughs> you know, we joke, but that's probably how it went down.
1: That's right,
0: Like, like it's uh, he's like they. It
1: sounds like Donkey Kong. And then we have they Anna Taylor so Joy. They were so
0: excited. They probably saw yeah. him in Pineapple Express and were
1: like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Donkey wow, Kong!" Wow, that
0: movie's like. 12 years old at this point the movie jesus callback no that's four more than that it's uh four, i don't know moving on anna taylor joy is peach which eh, i'm indifferent like she'll be fine she is kind of a blonde princess and almost everything i've seen her in so yeah and then we get to the crux of the matter which is chris pratt as mr mario hmm He's announced that he's been really excited for this role and he's put a lot of hard so, work into it.
1: So I did hear hmm. him say one line that wasn't, what is this? Um, and I was like, when he just said, what is this place? Uh, it sounded like just Chris Pratt. And then he said, it yeah, there like, was no difference. Then, like You
0: could have cut that from Guardians or Jurassic yeah, Park and been fine.
1: Yeah. But then I heard him say another line it kind of sounded like he might have been going for a brooklyn accent
0: yeah that's what i've heard too is uh he's he shooting for that brooklyn accent it sounded
1: hey. like a brooklyn accent but kind of sounded it?
0: terrible to me did it sound like when i try to do a brooklyn accent i'm like hey i'm walking here hey uh no it sounded kind of like when
1: you try to do like a british accent
0: Oh, we're not even gonna try that. No, but that's exactly what
1: I—that's what I heard. I was like, "Oh no,
0: oh no, <laughs> oh no!" Oh, I didn't. Oh, no, Mama no. Me. I didn't like that. So here's my opinion on that, though. Like Chris Pratt, I like Chris Pratt. I like I love Parks Chris and Rec. Pratt. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I like Jurassic World. I, I, I enjoy Corey, pretty much everything he's Chris done. Chris Pratt. Parks and Recreation is one of my favorite shows of all time. You know this. I'm about aware me. of this. I casted you in my Chris Pratt short film, for fuck's sake. Here we go. Grams of the Galaxy. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, But here's the thing. Chris Pratt, like, this movie is just just DreamWorks flexing character uh, casting to make money. Since it is an animated film, there was no rational reason... You did. You couldn't cast Charles Martinet, who, for those who oh. don't know, is the voice of Mario since the 1990s in the original, back in uh, Super Mario 64. The everybody knows the Mamma Mia, the real you know. OG. Here we, here we go. The real voice of Mario is Charles Martinet. He's done MVP. it for 20 years. Yeah, amazing voice. And it's like you have an animated film, which means you could cast anybody in the role. Yep. You could have bought in Martinet, but no, you did Chris Pratt. Because he's a big name. He yep. does he brings so little to like I'm not saying he doesn't bring anything, but it's like what can he bring that Martinet is not?
1: Absolutely. He Martinet, Martinet has been doing this for so long and he has brought so so much charm. So much charm to this character. And like just because it was supposed to be something in like 85, 86 when they first did it doesn't mean that he can change Something lore-wise that is, like, a, a ever-changing universe. I feel like they're trying to use that excuse to not bring him in. I actually, you know, I had a theory. I had a theory a, a few days ago. You know how uh, Sonic had that terrible first design?
0: Yeah, where he's, like, super spiky and edgy with attitude?
1: Yeah, yeah. Looked like yeah, a I was referring to it earlier. Looked like a toddler that had been terribly bullied.
0: <laughs> Not what I saw, but fair enough, go on.
1: But... They... I believe... And this is what I believe to be absolutely what they did. They made that design in order to get outrage. They never intended to actually release that... It was only to get more hype for the film because when they could announce, oh, we're making, we're changing oh, oh, something, oh. we're changing something. You're talking about the movie, Sorry. yeah, for the Sonic movie. When they I was way that- back
0: in the early '90s, around like the original design of Sonic, back when like no, yeah, Woof.
1: in the in the 2020 oh. film, they made they the- they were getting ready to put, put out that yes. film, and then they delayed it because they were like, we're changing the design because people were so outraged by it. We're I'm like make 20 it the years, the 30 years thing. behind you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes, they, they, they came out with a trailer with like a muscular, yeah. teeth-filled, ugly-ass Sonic, baby with spikes. Yes, yeah. all right, sorry. I am with you now, Graham. Please yeah, continue. Yeah,
1: so this, that was an absolute marketing tactic beginning to end. They did not intend to ever put out that terrible shitty design. They did, made that terrible shitty design in order to get buzz for the film. Because as soon as people were like, Oh my God, they changed the design for us. That, that feels so great. We feel like the best fans ever. Cause we got, or are they're the best studio. Ever. The
0: alternative would be, they knew that no matter what design they came out with, it was going to get shit. So you might as well do a lightning rod of bad shit so that when they change it to something that looks better than the original, it's going to get praise. That you, you still know?
1: still a marketing tactic.
0: I'm not disagreeing. I'm just yeah. saying, like, we're, we're it's two ends to the same goal. So, One aspect is, oh, they're listening to us. The other aspect could be, you know, if they if they had come out originally with the design that we now got, you know, people would still shit on it and they're like, all right, where do we go from there? But if you purposefully give them something to throw feces at then they're like oh and then we changed it look how good this looks compared to the other one haha it's the bait and switch mm-hmm. basically yeah like it was always the original intention to have this this design that we currently have but they purposefully put out a bad design so that when they changed it, the it's like uh, yeah. Coke, New Coke. You remember that marketing ploy back in the 80s? Oh, you weren't around then.
1: No, I don't Fuck. remember it, but, I, but I've but i heard of you, it, and I'm aware yeah, of it. Yeah, where
0: you you switch it, and then you go back to classic, and everybody's like, Aha, that looks so much better. Thank yeah. you so much, Coke, and thank you, Sega, for listening to us and giving us yeah, a design that we why can get behind. We have
1: things like Coke Original. It's sure. like what's 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 so different about it? Oh, it's the original one. I'm gonna go for that one because no, it's cane original. Sugar, but they, that's they a whole put other thing. no, no, no. They put those names on there just to oh, yeah. to 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 make it feel like it's oh, yeah. this is the one I want. I want the Special original, branding, yeah. you know, exactly. So I hear you, um, Mari. So mm-hmm. I think that it's very possible that Chris Pratt is the biggest patsy in history. And that he is going to not actually be the final voice of the role, and that he's only going to be in these first few trailers, and that at like they're they're going to at the last minute or in, the ninth like, hour, in, yeah, exactly. They're going to say, "We hear you." The, here's here's Chris Martinet. Charles Martinet. Sorry, here's Charles Martinet. And he's going to walk on stage and it's going to be a whole fucking thing. And they're going to also change Mario's ass to make it more appropriate.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's briefly, I I don't want to spend more than a minute on this. I'm sorry. Who gives a shit about this plumber's ass? Um, Fuck you. If you have an opinion over whether or not Mario is thick. I do.
1: I care. So fuck you. You can, you can stuff it, sir. Like what why who would because the fuck he is a man who is constantly jumping and landing and jumping his butt on things Ugh. he needs cushioning and his Have you ever worn overalls that doesn't help if he's going to be like fucking
0: landing on super spiky shit he needs a right. bigger ass. All right, all right. I he tell you what, we're gonna get things, two people sir. side by side. Some people with a fat ass, some people with a thin ass. Think and we're about gonna tell him to jump on of spikes. He does, and we're gonna see who survives.
1: Think about the amount of jumping he does. How does he not have a bigger? But who gives ass? a shit? Maybe this. Maybe the fill Oh, I would love this if the if uh uh is that his
0: montage if that's and he gets no, a if, thick ass
1: yes if that's well, or
0: you or get a rocky montage of, or if
1: the story <laughs> is about him getting a big
0: ass oh my god oh i hate humanity i don't want to live on this planet anymore all right props to uh, uh i J- uh, i Stephanie love your theory Sterling that Chris Laura, k. Pratt-
1: dale, Laura k dale who wrote the literal book on uh mario's ass
0: I'm sure it was a great use of time. Yes, um,
1: made lots of money. I like
0: your idea because I fully endorse the whole Sonic theory. In fact, I think I might have pitched that to you originally. Either way, I agree with you. I but for Mario, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case with the Chris Pratt. Hmm. Maybe the ass. Maybe they change the ass in the end game, but I don't. I don't see DreamWorks pissing off, quote unquote. Chris Pratt by dropping him at the ninth hour. And I don't see Chris Pratt joining this movie and like building it up over the last month of like doing the, you know, being announced to the voice and pushing so hard for it and being appreciative. And he's too like honest of a, of a person to be a patsy or be a ruse. And for them to bring in Martinette, like I, I, I would love it if you were right. I'm not saying I don't like the idea. I just don't think it's going to be the case yeah. from a purely rational standpoint.
1: Yeah. Well, I, just before we end this conversation, I want to quickly state that uh, it, I, mm. I think that we should not only be focusing on the fact that this is a huge injustice to uh, Charles Martinet; it is also a huge injustice to uh, Jen Taylor the voice of peach since uh i believe mario sunshine jen taylor she also voices cortana in the halo series uh, she does lots of seattle she does a lot of seattle shakespeare um, work i've seen her what? on stage in in seattle she's yeah a wonderful she's fantastic. actress and uh is 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 way Cortana's better than beloved character yeah she gets a uh, doesn't get as much attention as she deserves and i think that that is a huge injustice especially uh next to uh charles martinet so huge props to jen taylor huge tra- props to charles Martinet.
0: for sure i'm with you there uh but i would i would the only thing i'd argue with that on is the fact that mario has a pretty like distinctive voice for the last you know x number of years yeah but, like peach peach has like what one maybe two lines per game and it's like Mario, and that's it. Like that's the end of the fucking tale. That's the end of the story. She's yeah. got no more to say. Whereas Mario's got his woohoo and let's go, and you know, eh, you know, his like death animations and stuff. So it's like he's got a much more distinguishable voice versus uh, hers. So like, no, no disrespect to Jen Taylor. Like I said, I love her as Cortana, but like, I don't think anybody really knows that she's the voice of Peach. Whereas Charles Martinet as Mario is much more iconic you know what i'm saying fair fair
1: but when a person has played peach for 20 years
0: has she been the voice for the entire time
1: since sunshine at least i think she might have been there since 64.
0: okay i mean i'm not disagreeing about when she started
1: i just know that (laughs) she's been there at least since sunshine
0: okay yeah
1: that's
0: good so so Fair is fair, I guess. If yeah. Martinet is, you know, if they if they did bring in Martinet, then they should. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess you're right. Bowser's never had really much of a voice, and Toad has just been like, Wah! "That's about it." I'm yeah. not going to do that again, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Know. I, I, guess, I think this movie is going to be Adaptations
1: are weird, like I they said. They are
0: weird, and I think you know. There's like, been a couple of that of like I've been really excited for, it and it's like ah, oh, you have so much opportunity because there's so much great stories. But like even the Halo series that just came out on Showtime, I mean, Halo's got such a great story well, to it, and just like
1: I think a lot of the games that you, um, I think a lot of these games that you play and love, they take a while to right probably at least five or six play sessions upwards of 10 15 20
0: depending on the game
1: yeah depending on the game you're you're playing them for a while and you can't just transfer all of that experience into one movie that yeah. has to be a series look at the castlevania series
0: yeah that, that was a good series. that was series a really sure. good
1: series and it was taken from a game series that practically has no dialogue or story what no. to speak of besides the beginning and the end
0: yeah it just had those like opening credits and exactly guides,
1: so. even the later ones like they they pretty much were just that even the mm-hmm. 3d games had like just kind of like big openings and interspersed dialogue between but halo and was
0: games. a series Originally, it was going to be a movie. It was going to be a movie directed by Peter yeah, Jackson, actually. Yeah. Believe it or not, back in 07. he was slated oh to to helm that. But uh, it's been in development hell for the last twenty years, and they finally put out a series. And it was so so. Like it was. I heard it wasn't. I haven't. I only watched the first episode. But it I was heard.
1: Like... I heard that it looked like the most expensive student film of all time. Because I told you that. Is that what you said?
0: That's what I told you. Yes. I that know. I right.
1: heard. I read an article that said, had that title.
0: Well, then I concur with that article. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree with that article. Uh, real quickly before we move on, uh, you'll have to excuse me for a second while I get uh, totally naked. Oh, God.
1: HR. Oh, wait. We don't have an HR. Fuck.
0: I am HR, bitch. Oh, no. Uh, I'm about that to crack a beer. a huge beer.
1: conflict of interest.
0: <laughs> for the record, HR stands for huge rectum. Because I'm just a giant asshole. But, uh, so I'm about to bust into my beer. I've finished my vodka tonics. I'm busting into a Wisconsin-based beer. This is a w- beer that you can only buy in the state of Wisconsin. New Glarus Brewing, and it's called Totally Naked. I have not had it before, so we're going to give it a try.
1: You have by the way, Have it? you seen? Because I no. feel,
0: I, I swear to God, you've had it on this show before. No, I might have had the Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow is like a, a big one as well, but this is a new one for me. And I'm going to be drinking out of my new mug. Have you seen my new mug?
1: Have I seen your new mug? Um, and this is not a euphemism. Uh, well, I don't believe I have seen your new mug.
0: Check out my new to... mug. Oh. like, Look at this boss, dude. This thing's oh. like 32 ounces. This is a Corey-sized mug. This is, is a Drunk Thoughts-sized mug. Yes.
1: That that beer is barely going to fill that like halfway.
0: It's it'll be a third, a like third, I said. I yeah. think it's a thirty-six ounce mug, actually, not thirty-two. Because like, looks like halfway yeah. to me. So half full or half empty? They're we'll optimists.
1: pretend it's half.
0: We'll tell the people, the listeners. We'll that tell it's the half, listeners it's half. For those watching the uh, the YouTube, <laughs> shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like two fifths. It's um... <laughs> two fifths.
0: <laughs> 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 I was gonna, I was like, 2 two third. No, he said two. Fifth. Wait, what? <laughs> What ratio are you going for <laughs> yeah two-fifths is about right um mm, but i this is a, a mug given to me my uh a friend named ashley she's asked me to be the officiant at her wedding with this mug uh she's marrying cool. a wonderful dude named brian next year and so they're like hey oh, would great. you be the officiant congratulations give me this wonderful them. mug
1: and don't fuck yes. up that wedding
0: sir officiant no i'm pretty good at uh i've done it before i have experience in this matter oh you do do you Mm-hmm. i officiated my best friend terrence's wedding uh, to his wife heather uh that was really fun considering it was in the middle of lake superior hmm. so we were supposed to go out like when we location scouted and heather showed me the spot she was like yeah we're gonna walk uh, through lake superior out to this rock it's gonna be gorgeous and i was like all right yeah and the water is only like ankle deep so you just wear some sandals you're good to go and you know, the wedding party would stand on the beach, the rock was like maybe 10, 15, 20 feet out in the water. And she's like, hey, just, just you know, be heard. You know, you've, you've got a loud voice, make it heard. And I was like, no problem.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the next day comes, we, you know, we had scouted in the afternoon, but the wedding was in the morning. So we go out there and we forgot about a little thing called the tide. So, <laughs> Of course, when we scouted, the tide was out. But when we had the wedding, the tide was in, which meant the ankle-deep water was, like, waist-deep for me. And I'm six foot tall, so we're talking pretty high up, near boob level for, you know, the girls in the party. And so, yeah, we didn't make it to the rock. So we went, like, five, ten feet out in the water and basically held what looked like a baptism. (laughs) But it worked. So, Mm. and I am now going to officiate... Ashley's wedding, and I'm really excited. So they gave me this nice mug that even has my silhouette on it. They etched this my silhouette.
1: Oh, that's great. That, that that's actually you. Or that's
0: actually my silhouette taken oh. from a picture from the Huskies pep band at Michigan Tech.
1: Ah, I think I recognize the photo. I think you've shown me that photo.
0: Yeah. it's that's uh, great. if you Google Huskies pep band, you'll it's like the one of the first right. ten photos to pop up. I'm sitting there with my fist up yeah. in the air. So that's actually me. I was like, that's super dope. And then the other side has oh. the Huskies pep band logo. Yeah. So...
1: That's fun. You know, that that mug reminds me of when I was in Munich. There was a square Mm. in Munich that I went to that was just all beer. All beer? you You know, in in that episode of or remember in the good place where they were every uh 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 reboot would just have kind of a themed square Is like frozen yogurt is the first season but then when they're going through all the different uh, uh phases they end with like clam chowder there's like a, a literal yeah. thing a uh, lake of clam chowder or you know and it's just so gross <laughs> <laughs> like like I love clam chowder, but that concept was fucking gross. It was just them like dunking uh, a cup into a clam chowder mm. and
0: uh, Could you imagine being on that set? And <laughs> like and, obviously that's not real clam chowder, but just being like yeah. having to make that out of God knows what.
1: And so when I was in Munich there was a square that kind of felt like that, where it was beautiful old German uh, authentic stone and woodwork and every stall was just beer, and then there was like a few big restaurants in like the middle with, under canopies and shit with like roofs and shit. And and they there were restaurants in nice places there, but then all the stalls around them were just beer. You just walk into like this this stall, order like ask for a, a, a half a liter, pint? a half liter or a liter. Oh, a liter. which is more than a than a pint. It is a lot. <laughs> it that is correct fear. sir <laughs> so it was a half liter or a liter what is a liter and... to a
0: pint uh you keep talking i'm gonna look this up
1: and so we went into one of these uh me and uh us, five other exchange students over double we went in uh, five other exchange students and he and the guy goes uh, uh um half liter or liter and uh, and and we they all said half sorry liter, how'd that go half liter or liter and uh they said yeah your accents are
0: better they said
1: uh they all said half liter because they they didn't want to get fucked up and i was like ah pussies (laughs) (laughs) but they were to be fair they were also like 15 16 the exchange students i was with so i was to be fair i was 18 so uh i was like uh liter and he's like ah good and so they gave me and it was it was like that's what your mug reminds me of is the one he gave me Bigger.
0: I mean, <laughs> and it was. It great. could be a liter.
1: It was glorious. <laughs> I had to it, piss so well- bad on the <laughs> bus.
0: <laughs> I mean, a liter is thirty-three fluid ounces, so yeah, that's about right. This uh, is a liter. I was... <laughs> well, what you have is <laughs> a him. what you have is a liter. I mean, it's pretty damn close because a liter is 33 ounces, and I think I just did. We estimate about 36 ounces, like that's that's about you know about three beers. So yeah, this is. That's I'd say this is a liter.
1: What I was getting in a full thing of that.
0: Wait, it it comes in pints. I'm getting one. I'm
1: getting one. (laughs) Oh, imagine! Only imagine if Pippin had realized they had them in liters. Which
0: begs the question: why, Like, I think a liter would have literally killed Pippin. (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you follow, Fair. if you follow the lore, if you follow the lore of Lord of the Rings of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, then like they're small, they drink a lot, but like they drink a, a lot for their body size. Yeah, a
0: pint is probably a leader, like the equivalent of a liter to us is a pint to a hobbit.
1: Yeah, exactly. A pint yeah. to him was like, oh my god. That's more beer than I've ever heard of. If he had a leader, it would probably fucking murder him. Jesus. Or at least put him down.
0: (laughs) And considering how much weed those guys smoked, yeah. Oh my god. They were fucked up for most
1: of that trip. Tolkien, right? It's absolutely weed. Like... Oh yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. That is marijuana. That is the cannabis. That is the that is the mm. weed that they are smoking there. It's, it's weed. A, it's I don't know hemp. if it's marijuana, it's but hemp. it's
0: weed. Yeah, hemp maybe. I don't think it's a marijuana, yeah. but it's definitely a weed, and it's definitely a get you high. They're weed. mostly. I mean, smoking look at that hemp. scene where they're smoking.
1: They're mostly smoking the, 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 hemp. This, it's bad the weed. Far, East Farthing. It's bad. Like they're getting weed. high. They're usually. I love that extended weed.
0: version of Lord of the Rings where they're smoking the, the, the leaf and like tree Bird comes by and like smoke smells it. And he's like, mm, and just starts yeah. judging them. Well, because they're burning. <laughs> and they're just his, giggling. Inside. They're burning his dead ancestors. <laughs> yeah. ancestors yeah. He's um, like, should we share some with tree beard? He's like, nah, dead relative and all. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hysterical. Um, uh,
0: going back to Peter Jackson and Halo. Look at that. We tied it back. I like it. Uh, but, some other video game adaptations. Yeah. What, what did, did you ever see the Assassin's Creed movie?
1: I did not. I had no interest. As you know, I really, as much as I tried to force myself to love Assassin's Creed, I just couldn't. Every now, is that because Assassin's... you hate Ubisoft or just no? You never this got was in the game? before I I I fell into the rabbit hole of the video game industry's politics. Um, Fair enough. Um, but I just. Going back to the first game. I played the first game when we had it on Xbox 360. I could never figure out... Just the flow of the game. What it wanted me to do. And then it continued. Every single game I I would I wanted to. I thought it was so cool. The costumes are so cool. The character concepts are so cool. But every single game I've ever played in that series... I just can't... Uh, uh, find... The flow or what I want out of it. You know. Which ones did you play? I have played one. I have uh, played... Uh, what's the sequel to two? That's not... Oh, like, Brotherhood? Brotherhood. Um, I have played uh, bits... Actually quite a bit of four. Black Flag. Okay. And then I have played probably... Um, I've played the first bit of Origins several times. Like, I've played the okay. tutorial about three times, four times or so. But I've gotten, so far, about seven or eight hours. No, I've gotten out of the first area. That's basically it. And I, I got bored. Okay. You know, so Fair that, enough. that, like, they're too open world in a bad way like it is possible to do a complete like wait a minute world.
0: hold on you played skyrim you love skyrim but, and that's but, too open Sky, world for you
1: skyrim is that is like way better for all yeah. the shit i give bethesda skyrim is way better at plotting like stuff without make like putting markers and shit everywhere they are really good yeah, at the just first letting one you flow and go and get all the stuff you need to do it and was places and so, stuff.
0: like there's so i consider skyrim more of a sandbox game and then open world game would be more like horizon zero dawn or ghost of tsushima origins was trying to do both and it just kind of half-assed both yeah and so uh i i think yeah it definitely didn't work on that front and i could we could spend all night here talking about like trying to i could try to convince you Otherwise, but I think we should focus on video game adaptations. So we'll move on. If you didn't enjoy that, the movie, the movie had such promise. It started strong and then just quickly goes downhill and goes in weird places. The writing just wasn't great, but they are doing a Netflix is doing a new series. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they, you know, do what they did with like Castlevania. And they, since they give it the time to breathe and, and collect the lore. Cause the lore is quite extensive in those games they can uh, really touch on what made them special.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, some other good ones. I'm looking at a list here, some video game adaptations, and I just want some of your high opinions. What about, like, Warcraft? Do you see that one?
1: Not in its entirety. Uh, but every single clip I've ever seen from it just looked awful.
0: Really? From what aspect?
1: CGI, cinematography. Really? Uh... uh acting
0: okay that everything was too.
1: everything like the cgi to me looked so fake and CGI. um there was just something so off about everything like i i was like i would have preferred just a a full movie of uh done in the style of their cinematics
0: you know that would have been yeah. better
1: that would have been better they've already established that style I'm going to
0: disagree with you I honestly I do, like the CGI I think actually worked pretty well considering it came out a f- couple of years ago you 2018? know Duncan Jones No it was way earlier than that Was it? It was uh, 2016 2016 okay
1: it felt so like We're a... talking
0: 6 years it it looks actually a lot better than you think in my opinion Looks like a 20... Maybe uh... it
1: looked like a 2008 film to me
0: yeah, that's fair. And maybe maybe I was watching on like D V D, on a lower quality TV. Maybe watching it nowadays, my my tune would change. But I yeah, I thought the CGI a, was good and the watch cinematography it on a nice was TV. <laughs> I might have to re watch oh. it. I do own it. But I just don't remember if I own it on Blu-ray or DVD. And we'll talk about the quality then. But like Yeah. Another game that just has a lot of lore that you can't tell in two hours. And Duncan exactly. Jones did a really great job. Towing the line of like showing that neither side is really the good or the bad. They're just kind of at war with each other. Yeah. You know, but humanizing or orcicizing, whichever race you want to go with, horde or Alliance showing each side as as has their own motivations and heroes. And I love that. I still say get, get uh, DB Weiss and David Benahoff, the showrunners from game of Thrones, the original series, Give them the reins of Warcraft, or at least the the the, the creative juices behind work of uh, from Game of Thrones. Because I feel like if you did Warcraft in that style of a show, it could be really good.
1: I... Where you have a giant cast
0: of characters interacting and not interacting all across the world. Because there's the movie focused on like three main people, maybe four, but there are so many key players into the the lore of Warcraft. Just like Game of Thrones, that if you balanced it out right, and and showcased all the sides of that war, when there are no protagonists or antagonists, just different opinions and different sides of the coin and the rationales, it could work very well. And and remember, those two DB Weiss and Benahoff, did a good job with a story that's already been plotted out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. It's when not you give them free
0: reign to go creative. I'm not that's when they it. suffer.
1: I... You're looking
0: skeptical, though, so why don't you give me some high opinions on uh, on that?
1: I will give you some high opinions. I'm going to tie it back to what I was talking about earlier about uh, uh, video games being about player experience and player choice. And no game fits that more perfectly than World of Warcraft. I have played 20 mm-hmm. different characters in that game, and every single experience was different. Even doing the same shit. And what would be more interesting to me to represent the player experience of that game, you can still do lore, and you can still add the like like story and stuff, but what would be more interesting would be to create that kind of... that story, you know? A group of people banding together and going through this world the the story is not presented outright they do not the quests do not seem like a story it's it's as you go and occasionally get like uh uh, quests from the king and whatnot he's like oh this is we need you to do this okay we'll go do that then you know world of warcraft is fundamentally goofy
0: (laughs) so no so here here i'm going to interject everything i've just said is all pre world of warcraft most people forget and i but i don't think you have i just think you're focusing on the wrong part that there were five games technically if you count expansions as individual games if not then we'll just say three games of story lore And gameplay before World of Warcraft. Warcraft one, two, and three um were just chock full. And those games were RTSs. You were you you controlled a party of people. You controlled like the entire army while you had your hero and you just destroyed the other person or you had little sets of goals, but like those were chock full of story. Mm. And there's so much lore there. So that's what I'm talking about focusing on. Not the World of Warcraft part, I'm talking about the stuff that happens before sure World enough. of Warcraft or concurrent. Sure because if you look into the lore, like, you know, you know World of Warcraft features, um, let's see, Arthas as, you know, the, 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 ra- uh, the Lich King up in the north. And that's what the third expansion focuses on is you got to go kill Arthas. But his story begins in warcraft 3 that's where you see him become the lich king so like focus on that part now yes when you hit the world of warcraft lore then it becomes a little bit more open-ended and you have to get a little crazy but there are just so many rich characters and story and history and and i just love the idea of creating a movie or a tv series that has no clear defined lines of good and bad
1: okay that's fair you know i i see what you're saying but I'm not sure if doing it the Benioff and Weiss way would be the right. I'd just way. give those guys what I yeah what I think you said something earlier about how we're one or two movies away from the breakthrough in mm-hmm. video games. I don't know if that's true. I think we're about ten years away from the breakthrough on that, mm-hmm. uh, or because I think that that's when finally. The people who have always been playing video games, not just the people who casually played it as kids, but the people who've always been playing games since, like, they were out of the womb, will be actually making films and like we we're we're still getting there we're we're trying to get to the level where we can make these VMs, but we once yeah well once we get to the point where we're we are the ones who fundamentally understand it our generation mm. fundamentally understands video games mm. that is when as filmmakers we will uh, it, it'll be that breakthrough and that's when we'll start to have that consistency we'll figure out the 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 code so to speak on how to i'm
0: gonna disagree with you there only for the sake of the podcast and the argument all right You realize I'm 33 and do you know how old Peter Jackson was when he made the epic that was Lord of the Rings? Uh, 36. Correct. Yeah. So that's technically, I mean, I started late, but like people who actually know what the fuck they're doing in film right now that are my age are pretty damn close. Fair enough.
1: You said one to two films, which is a year. So I said 10 years. So meet in the middle. Four years.
0: Three years. I'm really glad you're not a math major, bud.
1: I was, I was rounding up, <laughs>
0: dude, on purpose. <laughs> well, let me be rounding down. Because meeting in the middle would be <laughs> five between one what? and ten. Ever. <laughs> and you like, three, four, like five, like, wait, what? <laughs> so, not only is your math wrong, but your rounding is wrong. So, anyway, stick to English. Uh... Let's see. Let's let's pick out a few other films here to to quickly just dive into. Uh, Need for Speed with uh, Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul. That was a hot piece of shit. The Resident Evil movies. All, with, sh- uh, all pieces of shit. Mummy Jokovic, All pieces of shit uh prince of persia with the uh, with uh, go, gyllenhaal did let, you ever
1: see that uh, no i didn't i did not care f- I didn't. all right then let's just go ahead and just
0: skip that like everybody else um, did in that movie uh
1: let's talk about milo jo- Jovo- jovovich for a moment uh her husband paul anderson not the good one um has made, <laughs> his, <the> <laughs> uh, has made his you're such a catty bitch <laughs> has made his um uh, paul anderson has made his uh 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 living making video game adaptations unlike paul thomas anderson who has made uh, his living
0: making made good, living making good, good movies <laughs> <laughs> um most recently on the the the, the the former the pasta. monster hunter well, uh, no, licorice he,
1: pasta for the good uh most recently a monster hunter for the uh shitty and uh paul anderson the shitty i don't know who has continued to give him a camera but they need to be taken out and shot, and then the camera <laughs> needs to be taken away from him. Like, I'm just... so tired. I'm so tired no. of seeing... No! No! Somebody <laughs> genuinely needs to take the camera away from him. Like, it's not his problem. It's not his fault. So, it's the person who keeps yeah. giving it to him. It's the person we who keep keeps him. keep enabling him? <laughs> yeah, we just should enable... Like, we, would, we don't give an alcoholic... Alcohol, Or we yeah we we try to well, we try to give um, them support we try to we try to talk to them we try to support support them and 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 help them through this.
0: I beg to differ on that front, but fair enough as he puts <laughs> No, no, no it
1: I, I'm talking about people who are genuinely like in trouble for it, not people who are functioning. You know, people who are genuinely at, at risk. I prefer uh, to think
0: of me in denial. Yeah,
1: you're, you're functioning, so.
0: That's what you think. So.
1: Let's look at it as, like, you know, you don't give a person who is struggling with alcoholism... More alcohol. Let's put it that way. So struggling with alcohol, you don't put it, you don't get the more alcohol. So this person, <laughs> this analogy's gone off the rails. No, it's not. And I love this it. This person, this person, Paul Anderson <laughs> is struggling with filmography, and he is continuing to be like people enable him. They give him. He's got to figure it
0: out eventually. Come on, just go one he's, more movie. One more movie. 50. You got this. He's
1: fifty at this point.
0: He's gonna, oh, he's fucked.
1: Yeah, he's fucked exactly. <laughs> if he hasn't figured his fucking shit out by this point. Like, like, that's that's the thing with the film industry. You you have to make it within a certain window. It's between it's between twenty, no, it's between twelve and fifty. If you haven't figured it out by fifty, you're fucked.
0: <laughs> okay, that was Graham's hot, high-minded minute. But we're <laughs> trigger warning, <laughs> clearly for this guy. Apparently, that's a trigger um, for me. Clearly. Alright, I got uh, one more for you. Have you seen the new reboot of the Mortal Kombat? Have you? Just binary answer, yes or no? Yes. I what did you it. think of it? I hated oh, it. It was okay. awful. See, I almost, I thought you'd dig it because it is so cheesy and stupid. Like, no, you're always it, about it, like, oh, it, it leads into the stupid.
1: It took itself too seriously, while, but like was trying not to, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand (laughs) what it was trying to do and it was awful.
0: (laughs) Fair. Okay. I was hoping for you to be like, it was so bad that I loved it because it was just cheesy beyond all belief. That was the answer I was hoping for. Like that's
1: the problem with like there's just there's so many characters and they they they, that's why they took it too seriously and they insisted on having a fucking new character. Insisted on a fucking new character original character that nobody had like fucking asked for to be the fish out of water character the screenwriting 101 thing the thing that everybody fucking the audience, throw, yeah. every every good screenwriter throws out fucking immediately Fair. so all right they it,
0: it i'm it was just yeah right. i didn't like just it. take it take take a hit it's okay we're gonna be okay <sighs> you're right take a hit I'm gonna ask you a question while you're taking a hit, and I want you to use the hit to take your time to think hold about on, an answer.
1: Hold on, I gotta I gotta pack this. I'm gonna pack
0: it tight. You can still pack, but I you know, it gives you more time to think. Okay. So you do that and think about I want you to try to give me three franchises in the video game industry that you would you would love to see turned into film or television series. That you think could you know either you just want to see for guilty pleasure or because you think they will be it could be a good success. So that was a good uh, hit. I like it. Are we talking so. uh,
1: live action or just franchises like uh, 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 just f- in general film TV adaptation? Okay.
0: Yeah, you it, the medium could be up, you know if you think one would be better than the others so here if you know for instance you're like. Fire Emblem would be great as a as a anime series. Uh, or, they tried it once. Uh, yeah, I'm it, sure they did. It,
1: I mean, back when everything was adapted.
0: Yeah, or the you know the Dark Souls as a TV show, a live action something like that. Like you can determine what you want to do, but give me three franchises that you think could turn into a good live adaptation. Whether for guilty pleasure or because you just think it could be a success. So you could totally hate the game. You could be like, this game is a hot piece of garbage, but it could be a good TV show. So hit me with some with some ideas. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to try to think of some as well, and we'll just go back and forth, and that'll wrap up our show.
1: We've talked about Final Fantasy VII being turned into a franchise recently. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that Final Fantasy eight could be oh. turned into a if they adapted the game perfectly into a, a series a live, ac- beat for beat. a live action series live they, action. Took some, they could right, take right. some liberties, add stuff maybe, whatever it could be a very good uh, like late teen kind of Harry Potter type
0: Story. Still, like teenage angst type uh, story.
1: Yeah, and I think that people okay. would watch it. I think it would get. I think it would get a lot of big reception.
0: Do you think it has? You it, think it would let's, capture the attention of old gamers plus maybe it. some new folks who are now teenagers? It
1: has a uh, emo, goth, depressed main character who's really good with a sword.
0: Who doesn't want to watch a show with that kind of lead? We've
1: got a. Uh, 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 bubbly, um, uh, brunette girl who's technically a princess who fawns over uh, him. Renoa. Yeah. Mm. We've got a. What's her last name? Heart Lily. Uh, Renoa. Um, oh fuck! Oh my god! I'm forgetting this. I should know. It's one of my favorite games. Um, Renoa Hart Hartley, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Heartlily. Lily. No, Hartley. Hartilly. Oh, okay. Um, heartily yeah you're right heartily Um, and yeah gorgeous and then so you've got those those two uh, like boxes checked and then you've got a a guy a goofy uh, terrible womanizer who very bad at it who is great with a gun but also gets scared there's a, a teacher why do
0: I picture Woody Harrelson for that it's a nineteen-year-old kid. Still, <laughs> still okay, like a womanizer who's yeah, bad. Like, bad doesn't it, just yeah. Woody Harrelson come to
1: mind? Well, that that <laughs> we'll, we'll say we need a young Woody Harrelson type. oh yeah. that's a already tip. already okay. balding. Already balding. <clears throat> um, you've got a teacher, uh, a, a kind of nerdy no. teacher who's like super badass and knows everything about Quist everything, is, right? and is. Um, kind of into so, yeah. the main character and so you've got a like a love triangle going on that's great for a fucking teenage viewership and you know, adult viewership twilight eat your heart exactly. out exactly and then you've got and then you've got like a, a, a off the wall guy who thinks that he's so cool and is a like actually a good boxer but he's so bad at impressing anybody like Everybody, He cannot impress people to save his soul, and that's what he so desperately wants to do. <laughs>
0: All right, so we got
1: a nice cast of characters, this, a nice it's a cast. It's a wonderful cast of characters that All would right. really capture um, uh, 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 an audience on the screen, I think.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Well, uh, hmm. I've already said Warcraft. I still think Warcraft would make a great tv show series if you did something like game of thrones where you really it, you you started with a small cast of characters and just constantly expanded out it's just the interweaving uh of those characters and show you know and how they all kind of it all plays together uh you know towards a climax to each season uh so that's that's one answer but the oh excuse me since i've already given that one i'll i'll give you another one um I'd love to see a horror and I'm not a horror fan, so I want I want this I want kudos for this. But I want to see a horror live action Metroid. I think Metroid could be a you really know, good. I t- movie. I'm gonna agree with you. If you took a lot of if you took a lot of influence from suspense horror uh dynamics where you know you don't see the villain all the time it's kind of in the shadows a lot of silence you know intention building and suspense while also you know giving us a protagonist that is badass you know you get this badass female who who's got a tragic backstory of her parents getting killed by space pirates goofy as hell names they Mm -hmm. you know might need to work on that one but like you know, no, I you like know, it. Us, I uh... like it
1: when it's goofy like that. You know, that's that's what makes yeah it's it goofy. But like, like tales of this area, goof uh, like like so charming and goofy when they're just like, we're going to find pirates, Mihardis. You know, it's like, oh, that's yeah, so cute and, and goofy. <laughs> but don't undercut
0: it with the goofy because like you, you can't. It's like pick a pick a lane, and I don't think you can. I mean, you could call it space pirates, but like, you can't make it goofy. to no, you have to, no, you have to keep like... it totally serious. To keep the theme going of this woman's backstory of her parents being killed, yeah, you keep it with, the and now themes, she's but tracking space parts. The space parts are coming. Yeah. You just
1: have to say it seriously; it'll sound yeah. like wet hot
0: though. <laughs> and you get somebody like Anna Taylor Joy. Like what I think would be cool too is if you did something in like two timelines, kind of like Other M. Absolutely, I kind of dug Other M for a little bit. I mean, it was weird, but I think a lot of the shit it gets is because it was just different from the other Metroid games and it's not what people wanted. Yeah. But it's like. I like the idea that it gave us kind of a dual storyline. So if you did, like, uh, Anna Torv from Fringe. she She's a little old now. Oh, but it, are but you that's talking, the thing. like, older If you did, like, younger. two timelines. Okay, cool. So if you did one, like, if you did a thing where... Yeah, I'd be down for that. You did a thing where it's like she's going through a, a scenario in the present, and it's Anna Torv, but then kind of slumdog millionaire it, where, like, little things remind her of, like, past missions. And then you have uh, Anna Taylor-Joy... Yeah, as young Sam. Uh, I as think young that Samus Aran?
1: Cool. I think that could be cool if you did like a a four five season arc, uh, and it starts from the no, beginning with.
0: Not no, I wouldn't even say a TV series. I'm pitching a movie. Really, that's my idea. A movie. A movie. Maybe a one series show, or one season, but I don't think it would last multiple seasons. I think it would. I think it would overstay its welcome. If you did more than I'd like, say, you one know, one or two seasons, you know what
1: I'd say. Let's pitch this to Mike Flanagan.
0: Remind me what Mike Flanagan uh, helmed.
1: <clears throat> the uh, Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Black okay. Midnight Mass, Midnight... Uh, Fair enough. Uh, then uh, yes, club. okay,
0: that's all I need. That You're done. Cut off. This is my idea. Don't step on my toes, fucker. Um, then yes, I, I agree with you there. I think he would make a good showrunner i haven't seen any of those shows but i know the popularity and i know that they've done well they're they're and they're good for what they do but
1: they're like in the their horror that you realize is drama like that's 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 what's so good about it and that's what i think is the best horror is where you're scared throughout and then in the end you're not scared it's like oh it was so wholesome actually you know fair enough and uh like i've seen haunting of hill house and haunting of blind manor i'm going to watch midnight mass for this october i don't know if i'm going to watch midnight club maybe i'll fit it in uh for this october but probably gonna push it to next sure. october i try to keep like my horror themes on in october um
0: oh how cliche you want some pumpkin spice with that too i don't
1: drink pumpkin spice so you can fucking shove yeah, it I know.
0: it's um, fucking tastes like a stick of butter and trust me i've had that all I right, give me your second Voke choice.
1: Um, what's my second choice? Mm. I don't know what my second choice is, so I'm just going to, uh, vent for a fucking moment while I th- vamp. That's the word for a moment while vamp. I think about it. Um, well, we we know that they've att- they're doing Last of Us, and that is um, yeah, making- that looks that interesting. looks pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited for that. Um, but that's not the one I'm Pedro Pascal. Thinking yeah, that would be. Uh, you mentioned Dark Souls, Itch. but I don't think that would work, but I do think Bloodborne might.
0: Bloodborne would be good.
1: That could work as a movie. I Movie or TV show? TV show would be better, but if we are talking about like possibilities
0: for movies... I'm just I mean you pick the medium is no, what no, I'm, no, saying. I'm saying. You have agency on the medium. Like, so for me, Metroid I feel would be a better movie. But you think Bloodborne better TV show? You're a lot of picture. This is purely hypothetical. I'm,
1: I, I'm just saying that this could be a movie, better as a TV show, but it could be a movie because if you fit it in as like a remember, we we uh, uh, uh speed ran sped ran uh, uh Bloodborne and it only takes like what, seven bosses to actually beat
0: the game? Yeah, but there's still a shit ton of lore. And, just, st- and it's uh, lore that's like, no, no. holy fuck, what the fuck is I going know. on? You can make a whole movie just based on like the disease and the hunt Yeah, that's what I'm Blood saying. Ward
1: if they wanted to, what I would prefer, Without even touching
0: on the, 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 the Great Ones and the fucking H.P. Lovecraft at all. What
1: I think would work is a TV series. This would be mm-hmm. very avant-garde. Mm-hmm. But the, but the main character would be not a silent protagonist but similar to mando in the mandalorian somebody who speaks very rarely and not we don't maybe don't necessarily always see their face but it's obscured a lot by their hat remember the yeah that
0: classic hunter the hat hunter the hat. the trifold
1: and what i think would be good is every encounter he has he or he is led by people as he goes he walks with people and they speak to him or there's just silence there's just and we would just it would just be cinematography uh, 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 of him I and mean, you would have to be kind of areas. a horror
0: suspense horror suspense
1: for, for, certain, genre. for certain areas of course and then but just
0: overall as a show like is yeah. that whole game is horror and
1: in fact, I, I I can see it right now. I can see an eight yeah, episode yeah, series of doing the uh, doing the whole
0: uh uh Now, live action game.
1: or live animated. action. Live action. Okay. Practical.
0: Yeah. Practical. It could be very practical. I mean, you could definitely bring in You know who would I who I, I would mean, I would with the exception in? of some crazy CGI later on, but like early on with like the blood and stuff, totally you easy. know who I would bring in? The Duffer brothers. Rick Big. Interesting. We're talking Stranger Things, Duffer brothers, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, they yes. Okay. are the closest
1: you know to really nailing that Lovecraftian horror.
0: I could get behind this.
1: And if they were to get behind the like production design aspect of it, really go for the Victorian practicals, era. really help bring in the, with the practicals. Bring in them, bring them in. You want to get a really good team for this, so you you want to you want to consider different aspects to go to. So it's not necessarily the Duffer Brothers, but you want to go for the people who they worked with. Work with, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's a good thing to keep in mind uh, to listeners out there that when you're when you're talking when when people talk about like oh you want to work with that person it's not necessarily you want to work with that that director or producer in particular you want to work with whoever they are working with because yeah you want to work with that team it takes a village it takes a village and more than likely uh the people that they were with are fucking geniuses who you more talented than they are want to have
0: on your team like yeah, figure out what draws you in if it's costumes or makeup that's yeah. not the director that's a great artist that the director but, just but, gave them an idea but they ran with it. But people will you know, often
1: use it short form. often when people are just saying I want to work with that director that's kind of the short form for I want to work with whoever they've been working with. And that's how I, I have come to see it yeah
0: that's a good good way to put it um, So my next choice is God of War. I think that would be a great.
1: That's a little mainstream. If you, I was hoping you would go for something uh, uh, different, but go ahead. That's fine.
0: I mean, honestly, I would. I would have said Horizon Zero Dawn, but they are actually working on that already. Yeah. So, and they might even be working on God of War. So I could be wrong on that. But like, I was trying to think. I went through my repertoire of games, uh, and God of War just stuck out to me as, first of all, just you know. As a fan who's played both the OG games and the new ones, I mean, just I don't think there's any video game character that I can think of who's had more of just a of an of a arc. Kratos has gone through so many arcs and just so much intensity that I, I feel like you could do two really good seasons of his Greek pain and then a season. And maybe two, based on I mean, we haven't finished out Ragnar- uh, the, the the new series with Ragnarok coming out in uh, November. So I'm going to say one season now to cover what the first game, the reboot, com- uh, is, and then possibly a second season, depending on what Ragnarok gives us. So four seasons total of a TV show. But if they did, here's a guy who's just gone through. You know, and it could be even four movies. You could probably even sum it up in four movies. Um but that's just a lot of production going on there but like here's a guy who just like excuse me all he wants is peace like that's the weirdest thing people picture kratos is just this anger fueled hatred god who just yeah. you know is just shitting on everything but it's like at the end of the day he just wants peace he wants uh, you know it starts with him wanting to forget that he killed his family and he wants peace from that And he doesn't get it. So that puts him in another frenzy. And then he just wants to get out of that frenzy and he's not allowed. And it just keeps getting, he just is the constant, you know, butt of the Greek jokes to the point where he's like, fuck y'all. And he kills the Greek gods and goes up to Norse mythology. And even there, he just wants peace. He wants to live in the woods and remember his wife and train his son to hunt. And the Greek, the Norse gods are like, nope, fuck you. We're going to, we're going to shit on that parade. So he's he's now on a rampage, and so I'm really excited to see what they do with Ragnarok. But fucking a, like, here's a dude who is the epitome of conflict because he just draws conflict in whether he wants it or not, and it's amazing like the heart that, especially the new games, how much heart they've given that character and how much depth, and the 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 whole fatherly thing, which I think would pander well to. People of my age, who you know, the original game came out in 2005, and I was 14. Now I'm 33. Most people my age, most normal people my age, are now fathers themselves, and can relate to that. They can relate to having the, you know, trying to have the patience with a son who's uh, precocious and impatient, and and is, you know, and he's not, you know, he's not training to be him. He's training that kid to be better than him. And so that message, that theme, be better, could carry throughout. Corey.
1: You fan of Avatar? Uh, Last
0: Airbender Last or Airbender. James Cameron's Blue Cats? Oh fuck yeah, I
1: love that show. You know, that's what I picture to be a good adaptation of the first three games, the original PS uh, uh, two, two and PS three games. I see that as like a really good way to adapt those games, and then. Doing a... Like that animation that, style? Or? That or... You can do a different animation style, but that kind of, like... You want to get intimate with the characters. Even though Kratos is... It, like... Hmm, I'm, I'm describing this terribly. Yes. I was an, I was thinking of it at like grown-up Avatar, but that's not going to compare very well. No. I've lost this analogy. You have. Let's cut this out.
0: I'm not, but we're going to move on and you two, you can give me your no, third. No, we're cutting this out.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I requested, please. Um, I've put a marker in. We'll see. But go ahead and give me your third. What are, you, what are you thinking, Graham? See,
1: that's a very difficult question because I don't think that there are a lot of things that could be adapted very well um but that being said uh i did just pick i did pick one game out of a franchise out of a larger oh. franchise and narrowed it down so uh maybe i could do that again um again again you know i've met three more people who pronounce it that way so it could be just a place um it is okay um, that didn't help the vamping. <laughs> uh, L- hoping for a little more than that?
0: Uh, Would you like me to give you my third yeah, and give you, you give a little me, more time? you
1: give me your third. Right. Because I'm terrible at uh, thinking about it while you're... <laughs> <laughs>
0: my third is Gears of War. Of course. Here's a game... You basic that everybody bitch. just sees as a gory sh- what you ba- you basic bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: hey man, if it ain't broke, get <laughs> fucked. Um, I I loved Gears of War because I think it just it has such a great story and great lore to it that nobody really. I mean, the games do it. The first game does not do it justice. The first game is horrible at presenting the lore of this world and the story, but the second and third game definitely pick it up. And I think it's just such a rich world with characters that have a strong dynamic and back and forth and comedic timing that you could do a, a good adaptation there of, of this world where, you know, we always think about aliens coming from above, but like what happens when they come from below? And what happens to this, uh, you know, what happens to these people when they're conflicted with, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. honor versus duty? You know, Marcus at the beginning of the games and not many people know this, but like he's in jail because he abandoned his post to go save his father. You know, it's not, it, it, it's touched on, but it's its its one of those things you don't realize when you start playing the game. Yeah, He's in jail because he abandoned uh, what he was doing to save his dad. And so it's like, where do you draw the line? And that's, I think where a show, a live action TV series could do a good job is, you know, do you follow orders or do you follow what you believe is right? <laughs> And so, and I know uh, Dave Bautista, who famously plays Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy films, has has been pushing to get this a reality. He wants to play a gear in a Gears of War uh, TV show, and I fully endorse that. I think he would be a great character. I don't know if he'd be a good Marcus, but I think like you get like him, The Rock, John Cena, uh, John Cena. Uh, just any pretty much take the cash from the expendables and throw them in some badass yeah. armor and you got yourself a fucking movie yeah and, no it'll but, definitely but you, fu- but you give a heart work. it could I, I think there could be a lot of heart there of you know do you do you do what's right by what you believe is right or do you be you know do you follow the government especially in a time and age right now where our government makes questionable decisions and they're you know uh, do you you know how do you how do you follow that how do you how do you respect a government when they're making decisions you don't quite agree with?
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: And so the, it could be a good alleg- allegory show from that standpoint of, you know, are you just another cog in a, a cog in the wheel? Pun intended. Cause the gears are known as, you know, they're the, the government in the game is known as the cog, the coalition of ordered governments. Yeah. Or do you stand for yourself? Do you stand for something and stand for what's right? And so, you know, from that standpoint, Plus, the world is just badass. These monster dudes, you know, running around this giant armor with weapons that like a fucking gun with a chainsaw on it. Come on, it's badass. So from that standpoint, I think Gears uh, would make an excellent uh, television series. Yeah. Was that was that enough for you to think of a third one?
1: Um, well, it was enough for me to think of pulling up my Steam library. Um, Fair. So I'm in a vamp, vamp Cheater I'm in a vamp, vamp looking at it
0: uh, Hey, how's your Steam Deck treating you? How's that for a vamp?
1: Oh, that's actually going to be That's an interesting story that I probably should just say right now uh, I was sick the first week that I had it And clumsily uh, While I was lightheaded uh, Dropped it And the uh, uh, R1 button for Which for me Of Avid from Software Gamer is an essential fucking button
0: yeah you you tried to repair it so So, what happened well
1: i i have the the key it's a big procedure it's fucking heart surgery i have to do this (laughs) i literally have to like like deconstruct the entire steam deck isn't it
0: under warranty couldn't you just send it in
1: every single every single uh, link that they ha- uh that they have is to go to this website for repair and they were just like do it <laughs> they give you very specific instructions on how to do it but it's like 23 steps so i'm just like i need like <laughs> a day where i'm like okay i have i have fucking 5 hours where i won't lose my shit <laughs> um
0: so yeah that's, that's... Given if you have your shit to begin with in the first place.
1: Yeah, that there we go exactly.
0: Um, All right, that's enough vamping. So
1: you know what? You have been very uh, 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 mainstream, and I'm going to jump on that bandwagon for this last one, and one that has Hooray, one that ha- company one that has uh, uh, actually been announced as
0: as happening,
1: but no, oh, we can't do that. But, we don't know when um, it'll happen. So it could, it could... I, I said
0: you can't do her, uh, Horizon because it's already been announced. No, so Come it's on. not. Pick something. It's not uh,
1: Elder Scrolls. <sighs> oh. Elder Scrolls is apparently going to be mm-hmm. made I think at Netflix. I don't know.
0: Who knows these days? But
1: that if the, if it was a toned down um Game of Thrones type, that's what I'm gonna call it. It's like a Souls like. It, it's a it's a Game of Thrones type. If they did like a toned down where it's it, it's the same kind of 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 Excuse tone me. and vibe, but the violence is like sixty percent less traumatizing. <laughs> if you if you've been watching House of the Dragon, which I have, shits weak. Which if if I if you've been watching House of the Dragon. They they fucking go for it. The violence in this show, my god, is over the top. In the latest oh, episode, a guy gets cut; his head gets cut off with a Valyrian oh, steel sword.
0: Siri so just scared the shit right out of
1: me here. So when they're like, he like his the only thing left is like his tongue, and then the rest of his head is gone.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. You saw
1: it's that. Awesome. One? Uh, uh, no, but yeah. I haven't
0: seen the show, but I've seen that done in other yeah. films and TV shows, so it it's was, cool. It was. I'm fine by it. Great. The, uh, but it was so, you, so you fucking you don't want real. that, is what you're it saying in Elder Scrolls? The sh- the,
1: like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that that it wouldn't fit with the Elder Scrolls vibe. Elder Scrolls has always been it's- a little not serious, like. It's been PG thirteen.
0: Characters... There's always Violence. a twinkle
1: in in the eyes of the characters, you know, like, uh, oh no, my my farm's been taken over by by trolls. Whatever will I do? Like, there's always been kind of a a, a, a like little goofiness. Go- it's always been a little goofy and I think that they it, it, that's because it's kind it's like Lord of the Rings where Lord of the Rings is a rich vibrant world but it's 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 like the actual stories that he told were mm. were lighter and breezier around the characters, you know? It seems like the way he tells it, it seems a little lighter and breezier than some of the stories that came later like Game of Thrones.
0: Fair um enough. so would this be of show based on any of the games. So like, we'll be open up and it's like, you're finally awake, huh? Oh
1: yes. I think that they could do a really good series. Uh, actually, you know what? This could be maybe a little, uh, maybe more uh, 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 engaged with like people, but similar to my idea for Bloodborne, where it's a character who speaks, will speak, but not quite that much and is but has a personality i want I, that's the key is to is to make sure that they if even if they don't speak they do have a personality
0: yeah even that personality is yeah silence yeah
1: even if it's just like they chuckle at things or they, or, or uh, they react to things in certain ways. Like that, 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 that's little things that add personality that I don't think all viewers really notice all the time.
0: And I'm guessing this would be a TV series. This would be a TV series, but um... live action? Live action, Morrowind. Okay. Morrowind
1: has a fantastic story about the the All coming right. of the Nerevar. And actually, I've been studying indigenous film, and Morrowind, uh, that entire uh, uh w- like region of Tamriel is deeply inspired by uh indigenous cultures around the world, uh, especially the Aztecs. No, that. Especially pretty... the Aztecs, but but just. Like indigenous culture. Vivek
0: was very, uh, like, now that I think about it, the the capital city of Vivek was very. Exactly.
1: So the, like, the, the, the capital is kind of, uh, uh, like, um, very pyramid. The pyramids of the Aztecs. But then you go up north and you're traveling and and talking to the, the tribes up north. And it's very reminiscent of, like, if, if, uh, 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 indigenous Americans and Canadians were Uh. in the desert. You know, like little tiny that. tribes cool. just scattered around and you have to go to each different ones and they all have their different uh, 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 um, shamans and their and their mm. night maidens and stuff like that. And they all have their different rituals that you have to partake in and they're all different nations. Uh, and that was just like a 2002 version of it. If they were to upscale it next to it, right, they would be much bigger villages than they were shown to be. Mm. Um, so... I think that it could be a really actually I don't know, this would be cool. Get uh, uh, if if there's any indigenous filmmakers out there who are into Morrowind, that would be a fun thing is to take that kind of that would be bring, take that kind of style.
0: Or at least bring that casting in Yeah, like make them indigenous in the in the film. Exactly. Like that's your okay, so these group of people we want indigenous They're the dark rep, elves. you know, show that representation. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And but also like the filmmaking, I've been I've been watching lots of uh, uh, indigenous film, and they have some really interesting techniques that I like. I that are very like unique to their style. I watched a film called An- Atanarawat, the Fast Runner, which was a uh, film that depicted Inuit culture, what we uh, usually mm. refer to as Eskimos, and uh, so like. Igloos and everything, but everything that they used besides the cameras was around like the tools that uh, the Inuits would use. So like their mm, sleds, the sleds were um, used as like dollies and trackers, and um, because there's a lot of running in it, because he's the fast, the main character is the fast runner. And it's a, it's, it's very, like, it shows you the culture, it teaches you very much about, like, what their customs are and how they lived their lives, like, in basically every single, like, uh, uh, time of the year. Um, and, and it gives you a uh, appropriate conflict to their struggles, which is, you know, there is a misunderstanding because one person is kind of a trickster and uh lies about something and so other people take it mm. way too far and are like we're gonna kill him and they go and they kill the main character's brother and then the main character has to run naked uh, uh, through the through the basically the fucking North Pole so it's like <laughs> like <laughs> basically jumping over this took a weird twist yeah and they're chasing him <laughs> and and it's a long movie it's a very long movie and so it's a very like yeah. kind of appropriate story to the instance you know it's not like a glamorous thing about you know like like what i write about like gods and fucking shit and it's not an action-packed story it's just like a guy it's a misunderstanding some people don't like each other and uh very down to earth yeah exactly and i think that 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 kind of uh uh that is like what you said down to earth that aspect of indigenous that filmmaking, filmmaking. Style could... indigenous filmmaking has a lot of that, and it would be a great thing to bring into that kind of uh, uh, okay film or scrolls. Yeah, especially if it was a Morrowind like focused story.
0: I mean, I think that could translate to any of the Elder Scrolls games, but I like that Morrowind. I never knew that connection in Morrowind yeah. that they had a lot of uh, indigenous influence. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Very. Neat. It, so
1: I, as cool. people have figured out at this point, I'm going to cap this off. I like to write fantasy Mm -hmm. and uh the big part of fantasy to me is world building because it's the biggest part world building is so essential and uh to me world building is not just fun because it's a puzzle but it's it's a duty and when you're world building you can't just come up with stuff you have to pay homage you have to be inspired by something that's real or else it won't feel real. If you just Fair come enough. up with something out of the blue, it won't feel as real as if you take true inspiration from something that has happened. You can change it from there, but if you take true inspiration and pay homage to real cultures that came before, through your own ideas and fantasies, you you can still tell your stories, but they'll be far more interesting. And that's why a lot of the great gotcha. fantasy writers have been anthropologists,
0: people who study uh, culture. Culture, Yeah. That's a good point. I'm also going to take this moment <clears throat> before we wrap everything up. That was a, that was a good closer, but I'm going to do a shameless plug if I may. <laughs> um, keep an eye out on Drunk Thoughts and High Opinions as I will keep you posted for any one listener that's listening. I have, we are about to wrap production on a Skyrim short film.
1: Oh, speak of the devil.
0: Yeah, I thought that'd be a nice tie-in. Uh, I've got a couple of friends here in the Twin Cities area. We've been working hard all summer on a Skyrim short film that takes place after the video game with the daughter of the Dragonborn uh, as she fights off a adopted brother. And so it is going to be called The Dragonborn Legacy like i said we're about to wrap production we'll probably see it next year sometime in 2023 is i think when the due date is uh it's going to take a while because there's a lot of uh magic spells and uh fighting
1: sorry Heard my neighbor banging around upstairs, and I I just like got spooked for a moment. It's all good. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, the Dragonborn Legacy it's due out next year. The director is also editing it, and there's a lot of visual effects, uh, a lot of magic spells and such being used. So it's gonna be a hot minute. But I'm gonna uh, take this moment to do a shameless plug because uh, I've been working hard on it as well. And uh, so keep you know stay tuned, and I'll keep you posted. And uh, when it does drop, I'll let you. Uh, all you one listener know where uh, where you can find that uh, wonderful short film awesome. working
1: on. And so. I salute you, sir, for uh, working so hard on a game uh, on an adaptation of a game that you are not particularly a fan of.
0: I want I really want to get into it. It's just you know so what? much you to do. What? I'm just you overwhelmed. Just
1: need, you need you need company when you're doing it. You need somebody to usher no. you into this world.
0: It's not even that. It's just there's so much to do, and I'm just one of those guys that like. I want to do it all because I have the serious FOMO, yeah. fear of missing out. And so it's like I see all the quests and I'm like, do all the quests. And then I'll do, do – you know, are you doing those quests? And I see more quests. And there's more quests. And I just – I don't want to miss out is, on experiences. So it's like I just need to focus on like a store on the story quests. Skyrim
1: did a good job in my opinion – of and this was just of the time. Nowadays they try and make it more realistic, so like it, it just changes every single time. But at the time, it was like if you like leave a conversation that's obviously trying to coax you into coming over and talking to it. It won't go anywhere they'll still try and coax you into coming it'll be the same kind of like coaxing when you come back you can leave that and yeah. come back and and go do the stuff that's more important. that's the thing. so skyrim I need is to... actually good at letting you like breathe and do the stuff you want to do and then and then holding the stuff for you to do later i know a lot of people yeah, i just need to get over that like and just be like here's it.
0: the main story focus on the main story just like i need to you know focus on that and not do a shit ton of the side quests until I feel like they're necessary, yeah. or until you know, or just a few here and there, but not be so worried about not doing every single one, because that's you know when I do an open world game like the Batman Arkham games or the Horizon or Ghost of Tsushima, and I will I, I'm gonna do another quick plug. Ghost of Tsushima does it perfect in my opinion, where you have a story and you have the main story quest line, but then you it starts out and you have like three to five side quests that you start, uh, you or three to five characters that you meet up with. And then each character has a storyline in and of themselves. So you only have like five side quests, mm-hmm. but each side quest has nine chapters. So that's 54 quests at the end of the day yeah. that you're doing, but they all... Center around these like five extenuous characters that, if you want to have as part of your story, you can have it. But if you choose to just like bull run through the game and do the main story, you certainly can. But like these other storylines take up the majority of the game and how you interact with the world as uh Jin Sakai, the, the ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And so, I i find that to be like the perfect balance. And then, Horizon did the same thing where it was like you got a few characters that they introduced that these are like the pivotal characters yeah. and then you just kind of follow their arcs of the thing and then there's a couple more dotted in there but ghost of tsushima does a great job like really honing in so on on that i guess here's the that, so here's skyrim the just being so open is, hard.
1: is and and all the elder Scrolls games are about lore they have their story they have their quests but then they have all these books and all the books are handwritten yeah. by the writers. Of the I know games. that's it. I remember huge. that just blowing my mind. They, they, and they, that, and, and Cause like you'll read a book
0: and it's like, click, 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 click through the pages yeah. and you're like, good Lord. And it's so much. And information.
1: here's the thing what i learned from the original the creator of the story he doesn't he hasn't written since the second game but he like the second game is the the goat it is the the best game in the series it's just the foundation to, like update it and it's impossible because it's fucking massive um is that arena or Daggerfall? Daggerfall. so gotcha. arena was the original one arena had nothing going for it and then they were like all right we need to add like an actual fucking lord to this and they were like <sighs> let's go <laughs> hold my beer yeah. <laughs> chugged a beer j- dr- uh like completely smoked a join, smoked that joint down some coke and just went to town just, yeah went to town um and and uh like that book was like or that game was just like a thousand cities or Chalk two thousand floor. cities like hundreds of dungeons and f- like all these yeah. different things
0: and it's like, massive it's still considered one of the giant most ch- giant games every, today by like square mile every of size. video
1: game in existence wants to be daggerfall fair enough um, but at what to what daggerfall was in 1996 and yeah. so every single game since then in the elder school series has, ha- has had like all these books and what i learned from the original writer is that they intentionally their their whole goal was that every book could be false or true because it's a character's interpretation of what was happening in their own history so oh, you have to read amazing. all the books to like see, to f- mm. understand the lore and all that it's one of those Not games to... it's it's a game that demands your lore it's why i don't like play the games as avidly anymore i i used to uh, and then I re- thats when I realized, oh, this is what it is, and I—I I can't devote all my life to that. Some people that's do. That's a commitment. Some people do. Yeah, it's a commitment. Some people do. I don't have time for it anymore.
0: I'm 33 and not married. What do you think that says about me a commitment? I'm
1: nearly 24. I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, 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 I'm single currently. Maybe seeing somebody. Uh, but I uh, I am
0: seeing somebody. But
1: more. I and like like. I don't have time for that shit. I'm a student.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'd rather spend other time other with my significant other. than games, games and
1: and like and like you know expanding that and writing writing my own shit. I wrote fucking a thousand words today. I'm proud of fucking. I'm fucking proud of that. Good to That's one ninetieth of a Harry Potter bo- book. <clears throat> Fair enough. That's how I like to look at it. That's a a whole basis of comparison. Don't count your pages, people. Count your words.
0: Count your Harry Potter
1: comparisons. (laughs) That's one Harry
0: Potter (laughs) philosopher's stone. I wrote one Harry Potter book today. Huzzah. You wrote 90,000 words in a day? My God. My God. Uh, Your God. I don't know. What God are we talking about? But uh, uh, my God's about to hear from me when I finish this beer. So.
1: Mm. Anyway, people can find. My I think we writing. got to uh, wrap. People up. can find my writing. I, I've talked about it a few times. People can find it. Is your website finally live? <sighs> no, it's about to though. I've, I was working. God, on it. I was working it. on
0: it. It's go- it's about to.
1: And uh,
0: you wrote a thousand words, but you can't get a website working. enough. excuses, excuses. You know what excuses are like? Assholes. Assholes, and why is that? Everyone has one. And, and they all stink. Exactly. So, so you do listen to me. Go figure.
1: It's not that I listen to you, it's a common fucking expression. Anyway.
0: Sorry, I, I, sorry, I was taking a victory
1: sip. You said something? My writing will go live October 20th. Where? At mad-musings.com at WordPress. Uh, it will con- include my short stories, my shorter stories, and uh, my just everything else they will be my short stories will be about uh based on photos Mm -hmm. They will be about uh, 100 to 200 words and uh my short stories will be uh involved in something bigger and then i will have scenes from plays whole plays possibly and uh poetry and then uh potentially photography as well in certain aspects so uh you can find that at mad-musings
0: mad-musings.com uh yeah when you tell people the url tell people the url and then follow up don't be again, yeah. .com. No. mad musings again mad
1: mad dash musings.com just to say it again hey, that's mad dash musings mad dash musings.com and uh you'll find my rate my writing up
0: sorry what was uh, the url again
1: dash musings.com and you'll find that <laughs> and Corey, where can we find you
0: good sir Well, you've been talking for so goddamn long. In the next five minutes, you can find me in the bathroom, relieving myself of all the alcohol I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But after that, uh, on the internet, you can still, you know, you can find me, um, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Boy R-O-K-E-S-Y-B-O-Y, uh, with all the posts that I don't do because, well, fuck social media. But, uh, no, I might I might be posting some pictures later. I had two really awesome weekends with uh with the, the new girlfriend and uh some friends and 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 I met the girlfriend's parents who are fantastic oh, individuals. So like had some pictures there. Great. We went apple picking and went to a cool uh we went to this uh, like old I don't say Victorian but like old manor now turned into a museum that had these like awesome grounds surrounding it. You know, it was like 2 acres but the building was only like you know, right in the middle, so it had the gardens mm. surrounding it, and we got to walk the gardens. And there's this really cool light show mm. going on with these really uh, fun, uh, unique uh, architectures in the uh, uh, displays, or I don't know, it's, I, I can't remember the word. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. So I might, I, I, I know Hannah posted some pictures of those and tagged me in it, uh, and I'm probably going to post a few as well. So that was fun. Yeah, it's great. been, it's been cool. So, so you can check out some of my photography yeah. and. And uh, videography there, or there's a long ass website you can find on uh, my, on Facebook and Instagram that has all my shit pretty much on it for photography, videography, and so on and so forth. If you're so interested, which let's be honest, we all know you're not.
1: Oh, somebody is. Somebody is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm dating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Somebody
0: loves me. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for mommy. this
1: week, folks. Uh, I'm your high opinions. Um, you can call me. You can call me high opinions, but my real name is Graham Sinjewski, But
0: don't call me that. Don't call me that. I was gonna call you Al. You can call me Al. Al. You if you want. Or you can just call me G. And Corey. All right. Who have you been? That was the most awkward segue of all God time, but we're going to move forward with it. <laughs> Corey, what can we I call was you? i winding up for the fucking music right here. <laughs> gee, I wonder, gee. What can you call me? Hmm. Yeah, I've been Corey Rogues. I've been your Drunk Thoughts. Hear the music. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everyone. Get Have a wonderful here. evening. <laughs>